0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 3rd of October. Celebrations and heartbreak across Western Sydney this morning as the Penrith Panthers smash the Parramatta Eels in the NRL grand final overnight. The Panthers beating the Eels 28-12 to claim back-to-back premierships in front of a sold-out Acor Stadium. Here is the winning moment on Channel 9.
2: The trophy is staying in Penrith. They have defended their title. It is one of the greatest premiership defences the game
0: has ever seen. Great disappointment for the Eels. The team unable to break a 36-year drought to win a grand final. But for the second year in a row, celebrations are continuing this morning in Penrith. These die-hard fans telling Channel 7 the Panthers are unbeatable. The boys did a fantastic job. Didn't give them a chance to breathe. We just squashed them from the start. So it's a fantastic game. It was a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And you know what? I've never felt something like it before. And we'll have more details on the big win coming up shortly in Sport with Brett Thomas. To today's other news now, and the federal government has again lashed out at Optus over the company's major data breach, saying it's still refusing to fully cooperate with authorities, a claim the company denies. Up to 10 million customers' details, including licence and passport numbers, have been compromised after a hacker gained access to the private information. Here's Cybersecurity Minister Claire O'Neill. This data has gone now. It will be out there forever. And this has introduced a permanent vulnerability for us as Australians. While Government Minister Bill Shorten says the telecommunications giant is not cooperating with certain requests. On the
2: 27th of September, Services Australia, the agency wrote to Optus and said we need to identify who might have used Medicare uh, information or uh, other Centrelink information to get their 100 points of data so that they could uh, get an Optus plan. We still haven't received that information.
0: The police investigation, also involving the FBI, is continuing. There are growing concerns Australia may be heading for a recession ahead of another expected increase in interest rates this week. The RBA is meeting tomorrow, with Treasurer Jim Chalmers admitting the expected rate rise will make the cost of living even harder for many Australians. He's told Sky News UK overnight it's a cautionary tale and has warned the global economic outlook is dangerous.
1: We won't be spared uh, a global downturn. The chances of a recession has edged over from possible to probable.
0: The Treasurer will deliver what he's called a difficult budget later this month and we'll have more details on the expected rate rise later and what it means with Peter Switzer in business and finance. While many students remain on school holidays, term four starts today for thousands across Victoria. But some won't be heading back to the classroom with Victoria's Catholic school teachers taking industrial action. As James Lake reports from Melbourne, teachers are fed up by stalled pay talks. Yeah, the pay is the biggest frustration for them, Tarsh, after not having a salary increase in two years since negotiations for a new wage deal stalled. While their industrial action won't involve strikes at this stage, teachers have voted not to speak to parents outside of school hours or attend any school concerts or school camps. They're also refusing to combine classes or teach extra lessons whenever their colleagues are off sick. Overseas now and Ukraine is continuing its counteroffensive after recapturing the key eastern town of Lyman with Russian troops now retreating. A video shared by Ukrainian police shows them tearing down Russian flags. Foreign affairs expert Keith Suter says it's a major step forward for the country. So Lyman is uh, an important uh, turning point, not just for the uh, picking up of
2: real estate, but also the fact that it shows the extent to which the Ukrainian counter-offensive is going so well. So this would cause no end of embarrassment to Putin.
0: Indonesian President Joko Widodo has ordered an investigation into what's being called the worst stadium disaster in history. More than 125 people were killed and even many more injured as the football crowd stormed the field after a match in East Java. FIFA President Gianni Infantino was spoken overnight offering his condolences to all the victims and their families.
1: The football world is in a state of shock following the tragic incidents that have taken place in Indonesia. Dark day for football and the tragedy beyond comprehension.
0: Well, for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Stocks are expected to do okay today, but it's going to be a roller coaster week ahead with many threats including the predicted interest rate increase ahead for share players.
1: That's right. The first big one is the Reserve Bank's decision on interest rates tomorrow where most economists expect another 0.5% rise in the cash rate. But the data drop that could really Help or hit stocks going forward is the US jobs report on Friday. If these numbers don't show interest rate rises so far, is slowing down the US economy's job making, stocks will be sold off again.
0: And talking about interest rates, Peter, do you think the RBA will raise the official cash rate? And if so, this week, by how much?
1: Yeah, they'll definitely raise rates tomorrow. And the Big debate is whether it will be half a percent or 0.25%. And interestingly, the CBA economists think that the rise should actually be 0.25% because we got inflation numbers last week which showed that the annual rate fell from 7% to 6.8%. And they think that's good enough to deliver a 0.25% rate rise rather than half a percent.
0: And of course, we've seen even a change in the tune from the Federal Treasurer, Peter, with growing speculation we could be heading to a recession.
1: Yeah, not long ago, an AFR survey of 32 economists found none expected we could fall into a recession that would kill jobs and push businesses into bankruptcy. But the chief economist at the Commonwealth Bank, Gareth Aird, is worried about too many rate rises with Aussies so heavily in debt. His concerns are shared by AMP's chief economist, Shane Oliver, who is also arguing for a 0.25% rate rise tomorrow rather than the expected half a percent hike.
0: We'll wait and see. Peter, thanks so much for your thoughts.
1: Let's keep our fingers crossed.
0: Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, good morning. The Panthers are building a dynasty as they pummeled Parramatta to win the NRL grand final overnight and, of course, claim bragging rights in Western Sydney.
2: Yes, good morning, Tash. An absolute domination of uh, the Panthers last night over Parramatta. Unfortunately, a bit like the AFL Grand Final, where it was one-sided. They were leading 28-0 with about five minutes to go before a couple of consolation tries the final score there, 28-12. So for the Panthers, that is back-to-back premierships for Ivan Cleary's powerful side.
1: They are the best in the West. They are the best in the NRL. They might be the best we have seen in a long, long time.
2: And just to underline their strength, Penrith became the first club to clean sweep all four grades. Skipper Nathan Cleary says everyone at Penrith has contributed to their stunning success. This is a whole squad thing. New South Wales Cup boys won their comp today. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Four comps through through the club. And getting to win it with his dad, even sweetest. Now, Ivan, we don't normally see a lot of emotion from him. He's normally pretty cool, calm and collected. But the tears uh, spilt out onto a core stadium last night. It's definitely been an emotional 24 hours. Hours, you know, got a bit emotional yesterday. I'm not sure. I don't even know why. I think it's just because, uh, you know, this moment in time, just you know, this team won't stay together. And it's just such a great opportunity. It's such an amazing season. I suppose you just wanted it to go well on the biggest night. And we have to feel for those heartbroken Eels. Their premiership drought now stretches out to 37 years. Clint Gutherson was one of the few good players for them. And he was actually playing through the pain of a broken hand. So he can hold his head up high this morning. Now, silly season begins this morning in the AFL. And there's a bombshell out of North Melbourne overnight as the trade period uh, prepares to kick off this morning. Uh, Jason Horne-Francis, who is their number one draft pick just 12 months ago, has requested a trade back home to South Australia. Port Adelaide apparently is that club. They're going to table $3.2 million for a 19-year-old. Now, his future was a talking point all throughout the year. There was a couple of blobs with his teammates. He never quite seemed settled at Arden Street. But given that they invested a top pick for him last Year, they're going to demand a lot in return for the power. And just to wrap up with some cricket news, our all conquering Aussie women have hit a new high that even the men's uh, side hasn't even gotten close to. The latest ICC rankings are out in terms of one day international uh, cricket. We've had a near perfect record in one days this year, winning all 12, including the World Cup back in April. So Points-wise, we've risen to 170, whopping 51 points ahead of South Africa, who's second. So what do those points mean? Well, that's the highest lead of any international men's or women's side that they've ever had in any form of the game, according to uh, the ICC. So although they haven't uh, played recently, they've certainly been the team to beat for a very long time, a bit like those Panthers last night as well, Tash.
0: Absolutely, Brett. The Panthers were incredible. Thanks so much. And the royal family has released a new photo of King Charles III alongside the Queen Consort, Prince William and Princess Catherine. The picture posted to the royal social media accounts was taken last month, the day before Queen Elizabeth's funeral. Meantime, two Australians have started a petition to feature the late Steve Irwin on our $5 note rather than the new king. So far, the petition has received more than 200 signatures. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Nah